missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. There was not polka music, Shaw, but I was in a festive mood this past weekend. With a beer in hand? at the Well, several, actually. <laughs> at the Minnesota Craft Beer Festival. In the cities at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Took a bus with a bunch of rock listeners up there. Dan, the bus driver man, was <laughs> excited to go because oh, he got cool. to spend the spend the night. And uh, he didn't actually join us inside the Craft Beer Festival. Um, but I know that after we got done checking into the hotel, he went out and had himself a beverage over at Brit's Pub, which uh, was a, a poop show. Let me just tell you. <laughs> man. We had a good time. The bus ride up was was reserved, um, quiet. I think people, sure. you know, it wasn't like a rowdy bunch. Um, we had a long day in front of you. But, uh, no, we, we watched a movie on the way up. We uh, I don't think people were prepared to be on a bus to a brew fest because we were the only ones who had beer. And so we stopped on the way mm. up, and people kind of grabbed a few beverages, um, a little pregame, a little lube up action. Um, but the Minnesota Crap Beer Festival was a good time. They had this, uh, like cover band on stage and the guitarist slash singer was probably in his late 50s and you could tell he was hanging on for dear life when it comes to the rock and roll lifestyle <laughs> uh the hair and the tan yeah, yeah, and the yeah. ripped jeans oh, and, sure. uh, yeah, he was he was out there and loving it jerry but uh no the beers were good i actually saw something for the first time ever that i've never seen before uh which i thought was interesting and when we stopped at little thistle in Rochester on yeah, the way yeah. back, I, I talked to the brewer about that, and uh, he said, yeah, that's something that's been happening uh, a lot lately, and I was surprised to hear that because I haven't seen it yet, and I go to a lot of these things, Shaw, but um, there was a couple, a handful, if you will, of breweries devoted to just N.A. beer. Oh. Now, a lot of breweries will make an N.A. beer sure. or maybe have a tap on, uh, you know, a handle devoted to an N.A. beer, maybe a, a guest tap, if you will, but there was... and. I will say there was no one waiting to try their beer. Uh, <laughs> no lines for the But, hey, eight. where else are you going to get new customers, right? Where else are you going to go to get new customers? Is, is at a brew fest if you're an N.A. beer producer. And, um, yeah, there was a couple of them there. And they all three of the beers that they had on tap were N.A. beers, no, non-alcoholic, which I thought was interesting. Um, there was a lot of IPAs and double IPAs, almost too many. A lot of ciders as mm. well. Um, I saw a lot of seltzers, sours. There was a few porters and stouts here and there that I tried. Um, overall, the beer was pretty good. I don't drink the things I don't like, so I, I couldn't tell you if there was bad beers. There was uh, a lot of pastry stouts and uh, a lot of things with chocolates and, and some Imperial Shaw, some barrel age stuff. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. And then we stopped again at Little Thistle on the way back uh, on Sunday in Rochester and had a few beers. And got a little uh, nickel tour from the great people there. It was a, a good time. I, my wife and I have been there several times. Have you gone to Little Thistle? No, I've not been there. To that in one. Rochester, mm-hmm. yeah. So they've got a, actually a pretty good scene in Rochester. I think they got five or six little craft breweries mm-hmm. um, that you can bounce around. They're all within a couple of miles of each oh, other. Cool. So, um, But, yeah, we took um, took a bunch of rock listeners up there, came back, and had a good time. Uh, after we got done at the Brew Fest uh, on Saturday... We checked into the hotel, and then we went looking for more beers and, and more food. Uh, and we went over to Brit's Pub, which was literally around the corner from the hotel. Have you been to Brit's Pub before? I think, is it near the uh, XL or no? 
Sort of. They've got all the uh, British flags, the Union Jack. I think I have that. You, you'd know it if you went in there. Uh-huh. But it, it, that place, every time you go, it's butts to nuts. And uh, there was a Slipknot show and a Kid Rock show in the cities oh, geez. on Saturday night. So it was already crazy, plus this whole craft beer thing. And it's, you know, Minneapolis, so it's already a, a wild place. But, yeah, we it was about a 45-minute wait to get a table. And we said, now nah, we're going to we'll find mo- some place else. We'll mosey. And uh, I'm glad we did because one of the one of our uh, bus riders stayed uh, at Brit's Pub and got puked on by oh, another, uh, another uh, patron. Uh, yeah, apparently projectile vomiting oh, like stand man. by me. So I missed out on that, which I don't feel bad about. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Are you familiar with this song? Michael Jackson, Smooth Criminal. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Remember this one, right? It's a good one. The leaning. Remember the leaning mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. in the video? Yep. And you're like, how did he do that? Mm-hmm. Well, they nailed his shoes to the floor. That's how. <laughs> that will do it. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Mm-hmm. Now, Michael, uh, in all of his songs, makes a lot of interesting noises. <laughs> that seems to be the most popular one with the memes on the internet. That little duck. He does all these mm-hmm. interesting noises and sure. He does, uh, you know, kind of scatting almost. Well, somebody, <laughs> somebody with way too much time on their hands, went through the entire four minutes and fifteen seconds of Michael Jackson's "Smooth Criminal" and took out all the words and just did a mashup of, of all of grunts? the non-word grunts, growls, and exclamations. In the song Smooth Criminal. Would you like to hear it? I would, actually. All right. Hold on one second here. Michael Jackson's uh, grunts, growls, and exclamations from Smooth Criminal, Shaw. Here we go. Sounds like a really bad Christmas gathering with your uncle. You know what I mean? Like, stepped on a cat. I don't know what happened in there, but Uncle Bob just did something wrong. <laughs> a lot of shuka shuka, Shaw. You want to hear that again? It was only 14 seconds. I we do. can it go for great. it again. Longer than 14 seconds somehow. Oh, man. Just when he thought it was done, he comes in with a couple of bow, 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 bow. A little Howard Dean action in there. Uh, Did you get all that, Gene? Yeah, I got it. That's good. (laughs) What is that? That's good. That's entertaining. Uh, <laughs> so there you go, Shaw. Have you ever really wanted to just abbreviate some Michael Jackson tunes down to the growls and grunts and exclamations? The best part. Yeah. You got 14 seconds worth. <laughs> what is that? Like uh, cliff notes, right? Uh, when you mm-hmm. study for Condensed a test, version. Yeah. Condensed yeah. version. You get the cliff notes of the Michael Jackson smooth criminal. Uh Freeway, once again, brought to us by Wall Seating and Air Conditioning. And Alien Ant Farm did a cover of Smooth Criminal. And this I don't is know it. if you can take out all the... Well, they do it. They, they've they got all the shuka-shuka. 
It's in there, man. They, they stayed pretty true to the, the original. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Brian and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Surely for flapjacks. Only on 95.7 The Rock. With the nice weather yesterday and today, at least for half of the day today, did you do any uh, outdoor stuff? I, did, I just picked up some garbage that had blown around in the yard and yeah. a few twigs and things like that. But, yeah, it felt nice to get out there. Mm, absolutely. Uh, Sunday, I went for a hike with the dogs. Anything in the yard, though? Any, like, improvements? Oh, have breaking? I done anything? No. Not yet. No. no. Yesterday, I, I was off, and I with the weather being so nice, I wanted to spend as much of it as, as I could outside. So I, I cleaned my gutters, actually, which oh. I needed to do. It uh, wasn't too, too bad, but I did have some stuff up there, leaves and sticks and twigs and whatever, and picked up a few things around the, the yard. Dog poop, obviously. Still uh, trying to pick that up. Had our, our lawn guy come over and put our first application down, Shaw, as we get ready for things to start to turn mm-hmm. green. It's starting to green up a little bit. But I've got some projects this year in my backyard. I don't know about you. You got anything planned, uh, fences or fire pits or any of that stuff? Any sort of improvements to the backyard? No, I'll, I'll plant my uh, you know my flowers back there when it's time. But other than that, no. Gene, any mm, uh, major I improvements wish. coming? I wish. We're no, I don't have any money. <laughs> 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 to be honest. Welcome to, to radio. To be honest, oh, I don't have any. <laughs> I did uh, the the one thing I did yesterday was uh, I took some pictures of that stump. We've got two, or well, we had two trees. One of them has been cut down. The other one has been trimmed up. But the the stump of the one tree is sitting there in the ground, and I want to have that ground, uh, up. ground up and turned into a, a built-in fire pit. Because right now we got one of those stupid rolling ones, yeah. and those things suck. Uh, they don't last very long, and the wheels are already melted, and it's just kind of a pain in the ass to move that thing around. So I'd like to have a permanent fire pit. So yesterday I was sort of out there taking some pictures and measurements to send over to uh, our buddies at Traditional Masonry, uh, who are a proud sponsor of our golf tournament every year, Shaw. Uh, that's one of the uh, improvements I want to do to my okay. my backyard this year, and that is apparently one of the things that makes your neighbors jealous, according to a new poll. Is having a fight, nice fire area. Yeah. A recent poll asking people what outdoor features they'd want, especially uh, mm. uh, or specifically to make their neighbors jealous. Do you want to take a, a stab at number one? Well, that I know pool? what I would love, which would be great, would be an outdoor kitchen area, but we can't, I can't afford any of that either. Pool is not on uh, the, the top five, huh. Sean. But- like an outdoor, you know, kitchen grilling area sink kind of bar thing. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of in there. I, I, obviously, making the backyard space more livable as opposed to just a place we kind of hang out because we don't want to be in the front yard. Um, but uh, number, let's see, we'll go through it uh, from, from back to front. Uh, number 10, an outdoor dining area. Yeah. So, yeah, so a table, maybe, you know, uh, uh, some sort of area to prepare or store food. We've got we've got that uh, when we bought our house. The guy that owned it before us, Shaw, he put he built in a, a bar in the back. Mm-hmm. We've got a sink back there. We've got a built-in uh, stove or grill, and there's room for a refrigerator. But I'm afraid to put a fridge out there for fear that some degenerate yeah. is going <laughs> to try and jump into my yard and steal whatever I've got in there. And I don't want to have to like you know empty that damn thing every day. Number nine on the list of the uh, things that uh, people want in their backyard that would make their neighbors jealous: a fire pit. And again, I think we're talking more about something built in, something right. a little more grandiose, uh, something uh, that that the people are jealous of. Water feature like a pool or a fountain. Mm-hmm. Are people jealous of your pool, Gene? I don't think so. <laughs> Is that thing going know. back up again this year? After- I don't, we don't ever take it down. Oh, okay. Uh, we just Smart. drain most of the water and stuff. But I've always wanted a uh, 
you know, some sort of fountain in the garden. If there was electricity mm-hmm. out there, I'd have that for sure. I've told people that. I love we, that sound. If we ever get a, a pool in our backyard, Shaw, it's going to be one of those lazy river pools. Oh, nice. Uh, rather than a swimming pool where it's more like a figure eight. And there's like an island in the middle with a little past. tiki bar. And we just sit in our tubes and float nice. around uh, and enjoy cocktails because that's that's how we roll. Uh, number seven on the list of things people want in their outdoor backyard area to uh, make their neighbors jealous. Outdoor heating. Gene, you got one of those? I do. One of those. those. Restaurant patio heaters, the propane tanks, right? Yeah, I got one during COVID <laughs> so we could sit outside with the dogs and longer. Does it work? Or Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean it works, but... You can't be 10 feet away and get warm. You got to be relatively sitting underneath it. Burned yeah. anything with it yet? Get too close mm, to no. a nope. pool noodle or something? Mm-mm. No. Uh, number six, Gene, you, you, boy, you're living it up here. You got right. all this stuff. Jeez, I thought, I, thought, I thought you were poor. You don't need to do anything because you already got all this crap. Uh, number six, an outdoor projector to show movies. Mm-hmm. You do that on your garage every year. Your kids we do, do. The, uh, outdoor CG. You know, Shaw, she just, she doesn't even. <laughs> She's like, I'm poor, and then she's already got all this crap. That's, that's why, why she's poor. She bought yeah. it all already. Outdoor drinks bar, so some sort of bar service yes, out yes, there. Yes, yes, wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, I'd like, you've seen a lot of these. I uh, know, the rolly carts or whatever with the well, or like ice a, thing. A she shed or yeah. a man cave yes. that opens up in like the garage or in like a shed, Shaw, where there's like a, a man cave or a bar mm-hmm. in there. Um, a cozy seating area, number four on the list. A pizza oven. Boy, that's very specific. Those are cool. I, I, don't I mean, need... I don't know how much I'd use it, but I know what they're talking. The big stone things yep. that are kind of over Oh, the... like what they got over yeah. at uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uno Vente. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number one on the, or number two, excuse me, would be a hot tub. Gene, you and I both have a hot tub. I love it. Uh, I use it more for relaxation, though, Sean, for, uh, rather than just uh, hanging out in the backyard. And then uh, number one on the list of outdoor features people want in their backyard to make their neighbors jealous, a guest house or gazebo to hang out in. So, yeah, some kind of fancy, schmancy gazebo. Other f- other structure, I guess. Yeah. Pergolas are cool, too. If you can get underneath it, that would, I always thought that was already. We got one, but it's not that great. No? <laughs> no, I mean, it's nice. It's pretty, and it adds, you know, like some a look to the backyard or whatever. But uh, Some shade in the area to kind of. It's not a lot of shade. I'll be honest with you. You got to. Well, it doesn't have a roof, right? It's just a. Right. There's slats. I mean, there's, there's wood up there, but. They, the one at um, they look cool. The one at Fox Hollow, the one out there. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got these screens on the top that catch leaves and sort of also block the sun as well. Uh, so my wife and I have looked at something along those lines, or maybe some sort of uh, awning type thing, or, or maybe a sliding system to try and keep the sun out. Because in the summertime, Shaw, yeah, it's nice to be out there, but there's not a lot of shade right. uh, underneath the pergola. So Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> the best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Oh, man. What is she mad about today, Shaw? What is Uh, she upset about? Chicken nuggets? No, no, not today. Nope. She, She does not like getting seven. She prefers eight or whatever the number is. And calls the cops because she doesn't get enough nuggets or didn't get enough sauce packets or was treated unfairly in the drive-thru. That's not today's problem with Karen's. You want to take another stab at it? What is today's Karen upset about, Shaw? Girl Scout cookies. Ooh. 
What, she didn't get in on time? Well, they came to her door and she didn't want to be, but I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I Girl Scout cookies, is that the guess? No, that is not. She's capable uh, of anything, though. It's possible. That is, that, yeah, those Karens are mad about a lot of stuff, Shaw. But that's not it, huh? This Karen is upset that she got caught stealing <laughs> from Sorry, a restaurant. Well, yeah. This woman feels like... caught is really the part that's the well, bummer. It, 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 she feels so entitled by her privilege that she should just be able to take whatever she wants, walk out of the restaurant, and then make off with it. What'd she take? She took a couple of very expensive water bottles from this restaurant. Apparently, they're $70 a piece. What? Please give me back our property. Oh, my God. You guys charge $70 for these bottles. What are are you about? Are you crazy? Ma'am, what are you talking about? We do not sell those. And you're worried about something that I paid $70 for? Uh, You did not pay $70 for that. Yeah, I did. We don't even... There's no possible way. It it doesn't exist. Hey, give me the other bottle. Bye. Give me the... Now, she didn't have a complete meltdown like we've seen in the past, Shaw, where names start to get thrown out there. But she apparently felt so privileged that she was able to just walk into this restaurant and take whatever she wanted and bring it with her wherever she wanted to go. Uh, This gentleman says, quote, my staff informed me that some lady was taking our glass reusable water bottles to her car off of patrons' tables. (laughs) Just took them off somebody else's table? Okay. Yeah. Uh, when I went outside, I confronted her about the bottles. My staff had already been asking her to give them back, but she ignored them. We do not sell the glass water bottles, nor have we ever. Our staff did not offer uh, her to pay $70 ball- dollars, uh, for each of the bottles. We don't even have a button for it in our POS system. Uh, but apparently this was at like a grand opening of a restaurant. And this woman is, uh, according to the decal on her license or on her steering wheel, Shaw, she's in a Porsche. Oh, nice. Uh, so, and the, there's nothing special about these glass bottles. It's not like a really fancy decanter, you know, that you get when you go to a really fancy yeah, restaurant yeah, yeah. where they pour all the wine in or maybe the OJ for whatever. No, it's just like a water bottle with a plastic lid on it. Hmm. There's really nothing all that fancy about it, but she was walking around taking them off tables. They probably and, sell those at like, uh, you know, whatever, uh, well, yeah, Michael's to, or something, well, you know, like. Or the, you go to Walmart or yeah. Target or whatever. You could probably pick up a couple of these things. Yeah, and she just felt like they were hers, and she took them. Okay. And this guy had to track her down, and uh, no word if he actually got the bottles back. Actually, it looks like she hands one back and then closes the door and drives off. But uh, In her Porsche. In her Porsche, yep. These Karens, man, they get mad about everything. Uh-huh. They think they can just do whatever they want, Sean. They can just go into any restaurant, take whatever they need. Oh, this ketchup bottle? That's mine. <laughs> oh, this salt shaker? Oh, that's I mine. I paid 70 bucks for it. <laughs> You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, cock. And uh, this is a problem for some guys, but if this is the cure, is it worth it? A new study looks into a possible way to help men last longer in bed. They found doctors may be able to fix the issue by delivering electrical shocks directly to their junk. Nope. They tried it with a 28-year-old man who apparently could last only 40 seconds. They connected electrodes. 40 seconds? Right. 
They connected electrodes. <laughs> How'd you even get it out? Directly to his junk. 40 seconds? Are you for real? They then zapped it for 30 See, minutes, three times could, a week. You could maybe take the zappings if it was only 40 seconds. That doesn't seem very good. The very zappings long. are 40 seconds? Or no, the... no, his performance was 40 seconds. 40 seconds, huh? Yeah. So they zapped him <laughs> Boy, for you 30 have minutes. A lot of four. You got to get 30 minutes of zapping? Three times a week. To fix 40 seconds? And How f- much more do you get? And f- not much. 15 months later, oh. he was able to last just under five minutes in bed. Oh, well, that's a huge improvement. That's a, 40 seconds to five minutes, Sean. That's like a thousand times an improvement. We could still listen only to a, five minutes. We could listen to a whole song instead of just, you know, the opening chords. That's it. You went for, you, for one half hour? No, he th- half an hour three times a week. Is that what you yeah, said, Sean? Correct. For how many weeks? I don't know how many weeks, but 15 months after he first went in, he's up to five and minutes does it, now. And does it fade and after endurance. you stop using the zapping, or does it... That I don't know. Is it a constant... You got to keep right. going back every week? Yeah, that would be a factor, wouldn't it? Hey, Shaw. How, how much zapping, Shaw? Well, he just said. 30 30, minutes, three times No, I know I get the time, but the intensity. Is it like an electric fence? Yeah, what are we talking here? Yeah, I don't know how many volts. I mean, do you notice it, or is it kind of like one of those? I think you're noticing it if they're shooting electrodes into your nose. I don't know. Are we talking about, like, licking a 9-volt, or are we talking more like a Well, haven't you ever had to go to the chiropractor, and they put those electrodes on? You can't really feel that much. You know, it helps relax your muscles. Have you ever had them put on your genitals, Gene? No, I guess I haven't had them put on my genitals. All right, then don't tell me about how it feels. How much it hurts. I'm just saying that that isn't like touching. You're hooking this thing up to your back. Who cares about your back? We're talking about genitals here. I know, but I'm just saying. That's very different than, say, an electrical fence, Shaw. It's just, it's there's a... Anytime you're putting electricity on your genitals, we're going to have a maybe problem. Maybe he didn't even hardly notice. Well, he's just going back mild. for more treatment. What do you think's happening down there? That <laughs> well, there's I'm just, just saying that it, he guy, isn't going back for a half an hour of torture every time he's going in. It the guy must finishes be, in 40 seconds. He's obviously very sensitive down there. <laughs> Good point. Half hour of zapping, doesn't matter what well, you're putting down there, going to hurt. I think he did. <laughs> at, least, at least he went through it, so I didn't have to, Shaw. 40 seconds? Yeah, I feel yeah, bad that's for the bad. Game. That's bad. That, I mean, that's, un, that's almost unworkable, Shaw. There's not a workaround right. with that. That's like, I can't. What? We're done. Well, that's it? You really I mean, gotta seriously, love somebody. 40 seconds. Really got to love somebody for that, Shaw. Mm-hmm. 40 seconds. It's probably why he's getting medical help. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's debilitating mental health-wise. Every woman you've ever tried to sleep with, and you're just... Sorry, 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 every time. Sorry, sorry. How many times can you use it? I'm sorry, you're just too hot. You know what I mean? Like that. Couldn't control myself. Yeah. But you can find workarounds, right? I don't know. There's other things you can do. Right, Shaw? I suppose. 40 seconds. Yeah, you really, you got to start with your pants off. You can't. You don't even have time to get them off. Mm-mm. 40 seconds. Mm-mm. Wow. Tick, 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 tick. I'm not getting zapped. How do you make a woman orgasm faster, Shaw? I don't know, Brand. Who cares? <laughs> 40 seconds, Shaw. <laughs> it's not a thing. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. You still wordling? I wordle every day. Almost every day. I shouldn't say every day, but close. And how are you doing with your wordle? I'm all right. I've never not gotten it. So you've gotten it every time? Correct. Well, that's good. I, but I, sometimes I, I wordle with my husband, so I, there's two of us on it. So to be so you fair, guys sit I'm not, down and you work on it together. Yeah, usually. Or I'm Shaw, driving or whatever, and I'm doing it while he's, you know, he's driving and I'm talking to him about it. But yeah, we do it together. Shaw, are you wordling at all? I, I'm not wordling. No. Not, is Mary? No, I don't think so. Your kids? 
Mm, Hannah does, I think. It got bought by what? The New York Times, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. Has it? Have you noticed a change in it since it got purchased, Gene? No. No, it's still frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> what's your? What's your? Uh, what's your? Like your plan of attack? Do you guys do the same yeah. thing every time? Well, is there is a this, certain word the, you start with? Well, there was that survey done about which word is the strongest word to use. Sean, I talked about mm-hmm. the crane, I believe, C R A N E. I don't do the same word. I just was with my sister in law. She does her son's name, Chase, and so every time she starts with that, I like to whatever I'm feeling that day. I I, I mix it You're up. Blase, huh? You're just well. Blase. No, I mean it might be aroma. It might be final. It just you know right. it depends on what I'm feeling that day. But you've got it every day, so that's that's good. I mean, you're batting a thousand essentially right have you ever gotten it in two yes really not only once only once and i've never gotten it in one well the uh big problem with wordle obviously is uh finding a couple of quiet minutes alone when you can concentrate shaw mm-hmm. and, and get this bad boy done especially if you you know have three kids and you know you're you're on the fest board and <laughs> you know you're insane like gene is uh but 16 percent of people in a recent survey, find that time on the toilet. Oh. A wordle on the toilet? As you know, I'm a big fan of bringing my cell phone into the bathroom, Shaw. It gives me mm-hmm. something to do while I'm in there doing something else, taking care of some paperwork, if you will. But 16% of people, wordle on the toilet, Shaw. That's when they get it done. Hmm. A little quiet time, I suppose. Very well, sometimes not so quiet. Depends on who's been eating, you know, lamb and turkey stew the night before. Sometimes you get a guy in there who's eating roadkill and it's like, what the hell is going on in here? So I go upstairs, Shaw. Uh, <laughs> the salespeople aren't here. Use their bathroom. Uh, the executive washroom, if you will. Uh, new survey of Wordle players where about 40% say they do the puzzle first thing in the morning. They get up and they have to get it done, yeah. Shaw. Maybe mm. because they're worried they're going to see the answer. Not before I have coffee. I'm a night wordler. I get up early enough that I can find the. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not wordlings. But you can just go online and Google today's wordle answer. Yeah. Get, no. No. And then you can put it on people's Facebook page and really <laughs> ruin true. their day, which yeah. is what I get off on. I mean, it mm. really gets me hard as a rock, Shaw. Sure. Thirteen uh, percent of people wait until lunch. Right. I got an hour and I got yeah. some time to kill. I'm uh. going home and I make a tuna fish sandwich and I'm going to eat. Sure. I'm going to eat it with some wordle. Uh, 22% hold off until the evening. I'm a night wordler. Uh, either right after work or before falling asleep. So you get all your stuff done around the house, and then when you finally have a couple of minutes to sit down and Netflix and chill, that chill includes your wordling. Another 23% sneak in their daily round while at work. Is it really sneaking it in anymore? Can no. we just Can we just agree that, look, we're getting work done, and we're also doing everything else in our life, all right? Can you just give us a break? And uh, 70% of people say they take less than 10 minutes to finish the puzzle. Is that about your go-to time, Gene? 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say it's longer than that. Which means most people aren't distracted from work, obviously, if you're only taking about 10 minutes, Shaw. And uh, if you're in the bathroom, that's about uh, what it takes to get a, get the job done. Right, Shaw? Uh, you tell me, Brian. I don't know. Sometimes you're the one with your phone in there. Sometimes it's quicker. Sometimes you give it the... You got to get it out, Shaw. Sometimes you give it that extra push. But there you go. 16% of people... Wordle on the turlet, Shaw. So if I'm in there and you hear me spouting off five-letter words. <laughs> That's you, what's going on. Just leave me alone, all, all right? right? I'm trying to wordle. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where is this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. The top five professions of husbands that women should avoid. In no particular order. Fireman. Police officer. Military surgeon and pilot if you look at these professions what do they all have in common the men in these professions they're gods 
in their profession, right? They are treated with a tremendous amount of respect and they have a lot of responsibility. And they tend to be very narcissistic and very controlling. Oh, man, she's catching some heat. Oh, I'm sure. What the heck? Well, first of all, have you lived long enough to really know what you're talking about? She sounds kind of young. And I always kind of quantify people's statements by that, Shaw. Do you really know anything about life when you're in your 20s? Did we, Shaw? Not much. Let's be honest. I'm not trying to be mean to millennials. Yes, I am, actually. Uh, But honestly, did we really know anything in our 20s? Well, you do, but I don't know that you can be giving advice. You see the bigger picture as you get older, I think. Right. You really get a better sense of reality as you get older and you get a mortgage and you get married and you settle down and things start to change. And, you know, you start to realize, hey, man, things aren't what they always seem to be. Uh, This is a divorce lawyer on TikTok who is now catching heat after naming the top jobs you should avoid in a spouse because they tend to lead to a messy divorce. She claims they're all based on stats and personal experience after 13 years in family law. So she does have some experience. Yeah. So and so she's just saying those end up being more messy divorced than others. Right. So if you're married okay. to a well, guy. That's a different statement than saying. And this is specific for women. That was her statement. It's not about the other way around. It's specific for women. If you're a woman and you're married to a pilot, a surgeon, a fireman, a cop, or a member of the military, then they're going to be, they're tending to be more controlling and narcissistic and the divorce is going to be messy. It's a pretty general statement there. Yeah. Imagine if I came out and said some stuff like that. Well, don't get married to strippers and nurses and uh, bartenders and women who do radio because they're they're messy. And they got, of course, no one would care if I said it. But uh, after the video went viral, people, of course, uh, kept asking her to name the top jobs for women that men should avoid. I was avoid. just going to say, yeah. And she did a follow-up but only named one. You want to take a stab at what kind of job a woman has that men should avoid? Uh... If they don't want a messy divorce, it's actually pretty easy, and it actually makes a lot of sense. I, I, guess I have I no idea. Stay-at-home mom. Stay-at-home mom. Okay. She says that, she cl- and this is her claim, she claims that stay-at-home moms tend to go for broke in a divorce because they're worried about the kids well, and know their I'm, own financial okay. security is at stake. Well, let's say you're a stay-at-home <laughs> yeah, mom for the last 10 years. You have no years. income, yeah. You sure. haven't been in the workforce, right? I'm not <clears> saying that you can't get a job. I'm not saying you don't have skills, but, I mean, it's not... You know, it's tough out there, man. And as we've seen, people have a hard time making ends meet with one income, Mm -hmm. Shaw. Then you factor in some kids. Uh, She obviously knew it would ruffle some feathers because she ended up uh, that video by joking uh, joking that it might be her last TikTok post. (laughs) (laughs) Jetty Girl 28 on TikTok is Mm, her handle. Local divorce attorney saying that uh, apparently messy divorces... Because uh, of men's jobs, pilots, surgeons, firemen, cops, and members of the military. That was her. It was her saying that, not me. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. 
enough be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $70 of my morning show money up for grabs, Shaw. That's a nice chunk of change. That yeah, is. And as I said to you last week, people stop being mm-hmm. in, interested in donating money once it gets up to that kind of amount. Putting 10 bucks back in the Rock Foundation. Sure, eh. sure why not? No big deal. 20 bucks, Eh, whatever. You start talking 50 70 80 $100. Mm-hmm. Going in my pocket. Forget about it. It's going in my pocket. Jean does not think you're going to know it, Shaw. She has no faith in you. I think he'll make it challenging for you today, Shaw, because mm. that's a lot of money. Because there's a lot of money in the yeah. jackpot, yeah. Yeah. But Jean's opinion does not matter. It's about Zach. Zach is caller 15, and Zach, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? I, I believe he will not know it, no. No. It's unanimous, then. It is unanimous, especially if you sprinkle in me. It's a weird word. Who also does not think you're going to get the movie quote. Unanimous. But you've surprised me before. Maybe you'll get it, Shaw. Have faith. You ready? Give it a shot. Listen closely, Shaw. It's short. Not a highly recognizable actor. Well, that's not a good start. But uh, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you'll pluck this one out of nowhere. Listen closely. Cut to the end, will you? How do I kill it? Catch that? I, yeah, I think so. Want to hear it again? I better. Listen closely. Cut to the end, will you? How do I kill it? What did he say? Cut to the end, will you? How do I kill it? That's exactly what he said. Nice job. You got that right. Oh, if, great. If that was the contest, you, you would have <laughs> saved me uh, 70 bucks here. You want to hear it one more time? Yeah, you're right. I don't recognize the actor. Cut to the end, will you? How do I kill it? You wouldn't recognize him because you probably don't know him very well, mm-hmm. but it's his birthday today. Oh, is that right? Yeah. It sounds like it maybe is some kind of a scary movie or something. Or mm, You could say it's in that vein, I guess. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Shocking. <clears throat> right? Uh, I'm just trying to think of a horror movie or something like that. Um, I'll go Chucky. It is not Chucky. It is Ron Perlman, who is 72 years young today. And he played Hellboy hmm. in the first two Hellboy movies before they got rebooted. Heard of that. And uh, that, of course, was when he was trying to get some information from Abe Sapien about how to kill a monster. And he said, cut to the chase, will you? Tell me how to kill it. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. 70 bucks of my morning show money out the door, going to Zach. Congrats. Who correctly guessed that you would not know that movie quote this morning. Happy 72nd birthday to Ron Perlman. Also in Sons of Anarchy and a million other movies and TV shows. Beauty and the Beast way back in the day. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. We're in all that makeup. $10 next week. Up for grabs with uh, your Killing Me Shaws. Brought to you by GECU. Zach's got a wedding coming up, so that 70 bucks will come oh, in handy. Oh, sure it will. Congratulations, Zach. Enjoy. Your funeral. <laughs> Wait, what? Stop. AKA your wedding. I'm sure it'll be great. Just like every other wedding. <laughs> great. It will be great. I'm glad I'm at an age where I don't have to go to these things anymore, Shaw. Weddings? Yeah, I mean, you've got kids, so you've got to go at some point. I mean, they're coming up. Well, my I mean, oldest Ad- got married. Adam now. got married, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, 
Yeah, we don't. Neither of us have kids, and all of our friends are already old, like us, and married. So now I don't have to go to weddings anymore if I don't want to. Well, congrats. Now it's like the kids of my friends, and I don't have to go to those. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm out on that. Ugh. The only reason to go is for the for the food and the free drinks. <laughs> I don't care about your stupid relationship. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. What's the uh, easiest money you've ever made, Shaw? The easiest money I've ever made. Like, hey, I had to watch somebody's house for a weekend and they paid me 100 bucks. I mean, and all you had to do was just live there. Essentially, right? You didn't have to go out of your way. What, what was the easiest money you've ever made? Gosh, Boy, I nothing really, comes to mind. I, yeah, I don't when know. I take out my spring jacket and I find 20 bucks <laughs> in my pocket. There you go. <laughs> I'm talking actually earning money. I know, I know. I'm talking earning money. Like, you actually have to do something, right? There's some sort of exchange of, of money for services or goods. And it doesn't have to be a ton of money. I mean, it could be just five bucks. Hey, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I said something nice and somebody gave me five bucks. I, I mean, what do you think the what do you think the easiest money is that you've ever made? When I was a kid, my dad used to have me rummage through dumpsters at bars to find aluminum Jesus cans. Christ. How are we just finding this out? How many years have I known you and you just decide to drop this on me? I had a whole different direction I wanted to go in with this. Sorry. And now you're telling me about this after the pee can and everything yeah, else? Yeah. I'm now so finding out he, about aluminum can dumpster diver? Would he drive you around? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Like, just you? Or what about your brother? No, he was five years younger, so it was just me at the time. <clears throat> but uh, oh, I, would get to, I would get to keep the money that we you know, collected from redeeming the aluminum can cans at the recycling place was this a, like was saturday this a morning lesson thing or what i tell you what the, the the biggest time to do it was the day after new year's eve on new year's day morning because oh, well, yeah, there were so many cans. cans in there right he had a plan he used to hold me by the ankles and you'd go and into I the would dust. rummage around in there to find the aluminum cans yeah that was easy money, huh? Wait, wait a minute. I'm <laughs> out. I'm stopping the train. We're going to get back to my original thought here because I had something I wanted to talk about, but this has completely thrown me off kilter. I, I get it. There was I a lot cannot, of cans. That you- <laughs> yep. I cannot go any further. At what age did this start? And how long did it last? I was maybe eight to ten years old. And this like was that. what you consider the easiest money you've ever made? Jumping in a dumpster being held foot <laughs> by your feet by your dad hanging in a slimy, <laughs> disgusting, trash filled dumpster. Give gloves or anything. It was just <laughs> Not back then. Just go. Just oh get him out of there. And probably, Did you ever get caught? Because isn't that kind of illegal? illegal? illegal. No, and I but think so. back then, aluminum was probably pretty, it was okay for you to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you made money on it. Did yeah, you yeah. work with your mailman to fill a mail truck and drive no. to like Michigan? So Did you not could- go that far, no. But however, I will say this, and I'm embarrassed, uh, but my dad used to, uh, on occasion, take uh, cement and fill one or two of the cans with cement so that the bag would weigh more. When we took it to the recycling. Hell yeah. I love your dad. I know. <laughs> I wish I had known him. I know. Yeah. I know. Me too. I thought my dad was batshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really. It sounds crazy when you say it, doesn't it? <clears throat> Is this something you've imparted upon your children? No, Is this some sort not. of family tradition? Absolutely ever? not. Hang hey, Hannah kids? upside down no. by your ankles in a dumpster, Sean. No. Did you ever do that? Did not. How long did this last? Wait, again, what? A few years. A couple, as long as he could hold you upside down. When I was 10 years old. If I had 20 bucks, that was big time, you know? When you outgrew the hanging upside down, that's What was the purpose of this lesson? Was it to teach you the the value of a dollar? Money, yeah. 
Were you guys poor? I mean, I don't want to make fun of you if you were poor. We were poor, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not making fun of your I mean, poorness. It's not like we needed it to put food on the table. I don't okay. like that. But. All right. But this was just like, hey, look, here's an extra way for you to earn a couple extra bucks. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. My dad said do it, so I did it. I don't know. I'm going to drive you around town, and if you have to pee, hey, we're going to pull it over. It. Hey, it's dumpster morning, kids. Did you ever find a new coffee can in there and be like, hey, look, I could shine this I could up. I pee in this. I could pee in this one instead of the one we got. Not that I recall. All We're right. going to have to have some serious conversations in the near, like over the next couple of weeks. I got to find out more about your your grade. Is this is this the tip of the iceberg here? <laughs> no. Well, you more can't just it, these things aren't just going to come to his mind. I mean, you asked a question, so he yeah. was thinking about it, and then he remembered this thing. It's not like he's got these well, all on a list. The next time we talk to you, we're going to get back to my original point because okay. I had something I wanted to talk about with easy money. But fair enough, this is wild. <laughs> this is absolutely I just thought it was normal. I, don't know. I, I get you it. thought it was. What did you run into some of your buddies <laughs> in the alleyway? Like, hey, Bob, what's up, Steve? I don't know, Shaw. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, dumpster diving with your dad again. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not against dumpster diving. I think it's great. When I first moved here and I didn't have any furniture, you drive around campus. You Until you a, find what you can you find. You find a desk. Yes. You find a yeah. futon. It's great. Whatever. Okay. So it's got some stains on it. Whatever. You make do for a little while. But <laughs> your dad's out there holding you upside down. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Oh, my God. This is wonderful. This is great. I have such. I love you so much now <laughs> that he shared this, that he yeah. felt comfortable. I, I, I wouldn't tell anybody that. I would. <laughs> Man. Wow. This day just got so off off track. I know. Just, I, know. I, I don't know if I, know. I can bring it back. I don't know if I can bring it back, Gene. You've got to bring it back, Brian. you got to bring it back. The captain of the ship has completely gone over the edge of the falls. I don't know if I can bring it back. I have no idea. I don't. Everything else has come to a complete stop right now. What the hell? <laughs> have you ever heard of someone's dad doing that? <laughs> ever in your life? No. Me neither. <laughs> I admire it, though. That is a hustle right there. And that's easy money to Shaw, too. That's what he thinks is easy money. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. Easiest money you've ever earned in your entire life. Shaw says it was... Hanging upside down by my ankles in a dumpster because my dad wanted me to get 20 bucks. <laughs> Looking for aluminum cans. Gene, what's the easiest money you've I ever... I don't know. I was thinking about this. I mean, I, what comes to mind is just like babysitting my next door neighbors, but I don't... You go over for an hour, yeah. then they go to bed, and you're yeah. just sitting there watching a movie, yeah. eating popcorn, right. making out with your boyfriend, whatever. Exactly. The easiest money I've ever earned, Shaw, was uh, for sex. What's that? I Somebody very, paid you for I sex? A, I have a very funny story about that. <clears throat> okay. I, uh, I, this was in my early 20s, very early 20s. I met a girl at a club. We uh, did the deed, and then we exchanged phone numbers. Um, and she lived a few towns over. So it was local long distance. Does that still exist? Do we know? I don't think so, no. Before cell phones. For all of you little kids out there. We used to have things. You used to have to wait till after 9 o'clock to use your minutes. No. <laughs> so uh, where I grew up, and I don't know if it was a thing here, but when you had a landline, you had local long distance. So if you called out of state, that was obviously long distance. Mm-hmm. But if you called in-state to a different town, it was local long distance, so it costed more. Okay. Uh, well, we would talk on the phone on a semi-regular basis, and then we'd get together, and then after a while, it just sort of petered out. But the first time I went over to her house, after we had initially done the deed uh, that first night, 
uh, she gave me a check because she felt bad about my phone bill. She's like, you know, I feel really bad about your phone bill. And I was like, well, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Whatever. It's saying no big thing. And she's like, well, then I'll just write for sex on the memo. And that's what she did. And I, I never kept it. I wish I had, right? it, but it was a hundred dollar check. And honestly, I could use a hundred bucks. So that was the easiest money that I've ever made, Shaw, in my entire life. But uh, apparently this woman is making 10 grand by naming babies. Did you hear about this? Yeah, this is crazy. This is insane. What? When you're rich, you've got nothing better to do with your money than waste it. And that's what these people are doing. Here are my top suggestions for a little brother. I would say Emmett, Miller, and Grady, Wilson, Waylon, Fletcher, Langston, or Harvey. I'm kind of trying to evoke a ritzy Art Deco oh 1920s oh. revival. Happy baby naming. I'm glad I'm not rich because I could not deal with these people. I'd be like Kathy Bates on Titanic. I'd be the loud but they're, they're hiring her. They're paying her. Right. Yeah, yeah a lot of money. Right. Yeah, that's a, she's so a, it's not. And that's her job, by the way. She doesn't just do this on the side. This isn't just a side hustle. She's a 33-year-old professional baby namer in New York who charges wealthy people up to ten grand to name their babies. Doesn't have any kids herself, but she's been in the baby naming business since 2015. So for seven years... She's been naming babies, sometimes at ten grand a pop. Come on. Her name is Taylor Humphrey, describes herself as a, quote, passionate writer and storyteller who is adept at branding, marketing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, dude, she's making an income I know, doing that. and I'm jealous. I want to get paid ten grand for telling somebody to name their baby Huck Finn or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, what, what can you name a baby? Anything. Anything. <laughs> I think I see an no e- wrong answer. I see an ESPN coming out. I see an Espen. I mean, mm-hmm. people were doing that back in the day. Yeah. I don't know. What do you like? Golf? Ah, Tiger. Name your kid Tiger. There you go. Boom. $10,000. Thank you. <laughs> Come again. She's got a range of fees, by the way. It's a sliding scale. If the middle name's included, do you pay more? Is that the thing? Uh, if you want to just call her and ask for a name where she just throws out a name. That okay. Might, they can do that in a baby that, book. That might only cost you around $1,500. As opposed <laughs> to maybe just sitting down for 10 minutes and thinking about it yourself. Jesus, can you imagine not valuing money so much that you would think you have $1,500 that you could just call someone? <laughs> really? No, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. How about that? George Washington. Your kid's name is George. I mean, start with A. Aaron Ardvark Aaron. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, uh, if you want to get to her to know your family and look through your genealogies and go a little deep dive on that, Shaw, then it's closer to 10K, which is the premium price. I don't know if she moves in with you for a little while and gets to know you. Uh, she's still just making up names, though. But she's still just picking names out of a hat. I don't know. There's nothing... Okay, Anybody so you can do that. You get to know the family, and you maybe uh, use a grandfather's name or something mm-hmm. like, or or the, the like the people, heritage. So you you know you yeah, find out your Irish. Yeah, but the rich can't do that themselves. They can't just figure it out. Dude, you can't fault her. She's making a living doing that. People well, are paying her. That's I'm not amazing. mad at her. I'm mad at the rich people. Like, just figure it out. <laughs> Easiest money you'd ever earn, Sean, naming a baby. Yeah, that's pretty easy money. I'll do it for ten bucks. How about that? This right. is. I'm always about trying to find cheaper options, Shaw. You want someone to name your baby? Call me up ten bucks. I'll name your baby. George. Boy, girl. The boy George. <laughs> what? What is it going to be? Is it a boy? Julia or is it a girl? Gulia. Julia Gulia. <laughs> your name's going to be Julia Gulia. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars a hit on some of these. And Shaw, people. you dangled upside down by your ankles in a right. dumpster. And I and thought that, that was easy money. <laughs> What was the most you ever made? Oh, I don't know. I don't. It's a long time. A long time ago. ago. The the fact that you can even remember that is fifty years ago. (laughs) 
Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning thanks to BetUS.com. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. My dad made me dig a hole uh, (laughs) that we put an old refrigerator in. You buried an old refrigerator instead of recycling My dad did, because he was too cheap to dispose of it properly. So you dug a a grave in your backyard, essentially. Yeah, and it was those old, like, icebox-style refrigerators. Yeah, 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 heavy. Oh, God, yeah. In your yard or, like, out in the woods? Yeah, it was on the edge of our yard. So some year in the near future, somebody might be digging up that backyard to put a pool in, and they discover yeah. a refrigerator and be like, what yeah. the hell is going on in here? Mm-hmm. What other kind of appliances did you bury in the backyard? What kind of graveyard do you got back there? Oh, is that the only appliance you ever buried? That I recall, yeah. <laughs> but it took a while. I mean, that's, you need that's a big a hole, hole to, dig, to bury a refrigerator. That's was it just hole. you? Your, did your brother not fall prey to any of these? Well, he was hole? five years younger than I, so... So he never got to experience any of this. Yeah, I, maybe a, he did. I don't know. But he wasn't with with us at the time. So, I mean, he may have only been three at that time. You were eight years old digging a grave in your backyard. Hey, son, mm-hmm. I need a six foot deep, yep. about three feet wide, about nine feet I'm long. I'm sure he yelled at me the whole time telling me I was doing it wrong. Yes. Did he help? Oh, yeah. He did most of the work, I'm sure. I mean, I was okay. like eight. You were holding the flashlight then. No, I mean, I was digging, but... I didn't realize how wrong that was at the time. I thought, well, maybe everybody buries their refrigerator. I don't know. What have you got buried in your backyard over there? so funny. I can't imagine the people that own that property. They're trying to put a fence in or something. They're like, the fence pole just keeps hitting them. They They're like, oh, my God, is this a refrigerator? Maybe the guy's like one of those beachcomber dudes, and he's got a uh, metal detector. What is under here? Oh, my God, there's something big down here, honey. (laughs) What? On the excavator. Is the Freon supposed to be like that, Sean, in the ground? I don't don't think think the Freon's supposed to be in the ground like that. (laughs) those fallout shelters down there like hey i think they got a fallout shelter no it's just a 1970s oh no it's just a big old fridge oh okay (laughs) hey let's plug it in see if it still works oh my god i love your dad these dad (laughs) stories are great we got it. Do, can we do a weekly thing on the show where Sean <laughs> no. tells us a little reveal? No, I try and forget many of these things. These are wonderful, though. These are great. This makes you a likable guy, as opposed to before when you were just a liberal snowflake. Uh-huh. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> I, you know I'm just busting your balls. Three-way here on the Morning Sickness brought to us by House Diamond Jewelers. All right, we'll get some actual news next time we talk to Shaw. Boy, this has been a day. I wish this was tomorrow. This feels I know. Like it feels Friday. like a Friday, doesn't it? Really, right now, it feels and like And it's a, a holiday weekend, so it's like yeah. uh, tomorrow should be, you know, today. <laughs> now I know why Shaw doesn't do ham and traditional stuff on holidays, because that guy's life was a mess. <laughs> it was not. I've, yes, it was. He just told us he buried a refrigerator in his backyard. That's all right. His, his dad was hanging him upside down in a dumpster That's digging all for empty right. kids. It was and you're telling me his life wasn't a mess? He peed in a can in a traveling vehicle. It sounds very ordinary Midwest. He eats one strip just, of bacon. He grew up in Iowa in a middle class family. That's just how things rolled back then. Was it? I don't remember any of this in my life. And I had a crazy dad. Like it's legitimate, just, just... like deserved to be institutionalized crazy dad. That's what I had. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it.
That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. After a weekend in the cities, drinking beers and having good times. Gonna lay low this weekend, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Yours truly gonna kind of take it easy. We're dog sitting. Easter, of course, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Gonna eat some ham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you making eggs? Yeah, I picked up the eggs. They were like nine dollars yeah, a dozen. Boy, they got expensive. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's the way the world works, I guess. But uh, I bought the eggs and mm-hmm. uh, the bacon mm-hmm. yesterday, and I'm ready to go. So I'm gonna hard boil the eggs today. Bake the bacon today as well, and then uh, assemble everything tomorrow. I like to do it one day before consumption shot. It allows the flavors to sure. to, to meld yep. a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Easter on Sunday. But other than that, I think I'm just going to hang out, watch some baseball, uh, maybe play some video games, and uh, maybe take a nap. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing stuff, looking to get out and do some things this weekend, there's no shortage of stuff happening in our area. And if you're looking for stuff to do, here's a list of things that I would suggest, starting with tonight. Over at the main, an event space, downtown Lacrosse, our good friend Cheech, releasing his latest disc, Echoes from the Treetops. And Mark Joseph releasing his latest disc, Vegas Motel. So it's a double album release party. Twofer. At the main event space, downtown Lacrosse. And uh, both artists are going to be playing, obviously. It's a 21-plus show. Doors are at 6. Music starts at about 7.30. Tickets are 10 bucks in advance or get them at the door if they're still available for 15 bucks. Mark Joseph and Greg Cheech Hall tonight at the main in downtown Lacrosse. Tomorrow night, if you're looking for some more music, we had uh, our buddy Andy Hughes in studio yesterday. Yep. And uh, he's going to be jamming at the at the uh, 420 Rock and Reggae Jam at the Pearl Street Brewery. This will be tomorrow night. Um, you can pregame for uh, Wednesday's holiday, which, uh, of course, is 420, Shaw. Uh, this will be at the Pearl Street Brewery. Azara, Mind Altering Tattoos, Carbon Cannabis, Pearl Street Brewery, Fat Ed Steve's all going to be on hand. Uh, obviously, okay. there's going to be some food. There's going to be some drinks. There's going to be some uh, cannabis. And there's also going to be some bands like the Homeland Conspiracy. They're bringing the rock and roll. The Lake Effect will bring in the reggae. And Ginja, who is a DJ, uh, is going to be bringing the funky beats in between. It's a fun mixed genre event, and it's 21+. plus. Tickets are 7 bucks in advance or $10 at the door, and that's tomorrow night over at the PSB for their 420 Rock and Reggae. Get ready for the 420 holiday on Saturday night at the PSB, the Pearl Street Brewery. Well, and you can bet that there's a bunch of people back in town this weekend that, you know, are yeah. on spring break or you've got relatives visiting Shaw and something fun to do. Well, for our, Easter, sure. Our friends at the Pearl Street are going to be releasing their uh, Smoking Ham Porter uh, at mm. this party. So if you're a big fan of the yearly Smoking Ham Porter release, this is your, your time to shine. And then on Easter, if you're uh, sort of, you know, a, a solo person and you got nothing better to do and you're looking for something uh, of the adult variety, Shaw, Adult Easter Egg Hunt and Breakfast Buffet at Hunter's Last Chance in West Salem. That sounds like fun. Hashtag Sunday Funny. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you don't have a family in the area. Maybe you just don't want to spend time with them, right? Maybe you're just like, F them people. I want to go out and do what I want to do. Hunter's Last Chance in West Salem. Easter Sunday Breakfast Buffet and 21 Plus Easter Egg Hunt. 25 bucks. Check this out. 25 bucks. This is a steal. I know it sounds like a lot of money, but 25 bucks. You get access to the Breakfast Buffet, Bottomless Bloody Marys, Screwdrivers, and Mimosas. 
and you'll be able to join in the adult Easter egg hunt prizes and all that stuff. Breakfast will be available from 8 a.m. until 1030, followed by the Easter egg hunt with your chance to win cash, shooters, drink chips, and other prizes. That's at Hunter's Last Chance in West Salem on hashtag Sunday Funday. Easter hashtag Sunday Funday. And there you go. A list. Sorry. Speaking of uh, Easter egg hunts, if oh, you've got little, yeah, if you've got little ones, Shaw, there's the Lacrosse Alliance are doing theirs at Myrick, mm-hmm. and that's tomorrow. You do need to register, pre-register, pre-register. register. <laughs> uh, if you go to around River City, you can find the link. But like two to three year olds, that one's at ten thirty, mm-hmm. then four to six at eleven. So they're dividing them up by age oh, group: seven to eight at eleven thirty, nine yeah, to so eleven. So you don't get the older kids stealing from the younger yeah, kids. exactly. Yeah. So everybody's got a Push chance at some way. eggs uh, at Myrick Park tomorrow. You can find out more again at Around River City. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. My list is on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And if you've got an event coming up or if you're looking for other events happening in the area, as Gene mentioned, aroundrivercity.com, mm-hmm. you can submit your events for free right there on that website. So if you've got something coming up and you want us to maybe talk about it on a Friday here on the Morning Sickness, then put your event on the website and maybe we'll feature it. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.